0: Hello, brothers and sisters, and welcome back to another episode of the Golden Rule Revolution. I am Lucas Mack. Thank you for joining on this journey of sovereignty, love, freedom, truth, beauty, goodness, light, and all that comes with it. Um, I wrote a post the other day, and I want to read it, and then I want to talk about. Um, I want to talk about healing. And I want to talk about freedom that comes from honoring self, which ultimately honors God. And I want to get into this dichotomy of God and self um, in a moment, but I want to read this. And this was a post. um, If you follow me on Instagram, I posted this picture of Tony Robbins and I, I was front row at a Tony Robbins event back in 2017, five years ago um this march and being front row I mean it was random my whole life has been one unusual story um but there was only one seat left and that was front row and he stood right in front of me looked at me talked to me and then afterwards I got an opportunity to meet with him the man's a giant I mean truly he's six seven he's huge and I'm six three and he looks there's this picture of him and I, I don't know if you can see it Uh, if you're on YouTube watching. But anyway, it's Tony Robbins and I. And um, it was the very first time that I had ever done anything. Um, I'd done therapy. I was going to therapy. Um, This was about almost a year into therapy. I went to this event, Tony Robbins. And I posted this, this showed up in memories on Facebook. And I reposted this with a new uh, caption because I had a conversation with a friend the other day, a man who's been influential in my life and been there uh, when all hell broke loose in 2016 in my life. And the man reminded me, my friend, uh, Steve, reminded me to stay in love, to talk about love. And later that uh the following day, so I talked to Steve last Thursday, and then the following day I was on a podcast, and the podcast asked about my story, and I shared my story, and he said, "You know, what do you do? said so I do a lot of things, consultant, creative director, marketing advertising, published author, speaker, podcast host, musician uh writer um but ultimately and coach life coach, personal coach, but ultimately, what I do is i or what I'm on a mission to do is help people experience the unconditional love of God. And that's really it. That's really it. The reason why we have such issues with what I just said, that phrase, "love of God, the love of God," is because we don't know the word "love," We've uh, experienced a bastardized version of it, and we don't know God. Religion has hijacked God, but I've been talking about on my posts on social media. God existed before any written word, God existed before any forms or function, any institution, any religion, no one has to claim that anyone has the, um, what's the term, you you know, the, there's a saying, what, what is it like they claim they have all the truth. That is such an utter egotistical, um, lie whether intentionally or unintentionally god exists prior to anything written to anything created to any matrix system to anything that we can see consume process and then regurgitate back out god is god is the same yesterday today forever malachi 3:6 says i am the lord i change not god is his love is always, in every now moment, infinite and unconditional for us to walk in and experience. The reason why we have such issues with the concept of God and the concept of love is because the institutions who hijack and claim that they have the, um, oh my gosh, there's a saying, (laughs) why is it escaping me? But you're probably listening and saying it, but They claim they have the ownership of all the truth is such a it's such a disappointment and it's such a unnecessary proclamation which leaves humanity lacking and still seeking love and in the form of the institutions humans will do anything to get that feeling of approval or the parent or leader or whoever's in a position of authority to say, I am proud of you when God never says he's proud of us. Never one time does God say he's proud of us. He'll say, well done. Well done, my good and faithful servant. You may enter into your rest. Well done. I see you. You've done it. Good job. But I'm proud of you. Pride has nothing to do with God. Love is saying Choose everything you want to choose, be everything you want to be, explore this realm. Now, when you explore pain, you'll experience pain. When you explore love, you'll experience healing and truth and beauty and goodness. But at the end of the day, it is up to us to choose. So I bring all this up to say, I had this conversation with this man, a friend of mine who reminded me to keep talking about love. And then I had the, I was a guest on this podcast Sharing my story. And I said, ultimately, I want people to experience the love of God, to know the love of God. Because at the end of the day, you and I, my dear brother and sister, are just souls in an ego container having our own unique experience in this realm. That's it. I'm having my experience and you're having your experience, but we are of the same breath. We're of the same Nishama. We are of the same source we all return back to the most high God, the creator. And in our time, however short it is, it is all on us of which we will experience what we will experience. And then from the experience, what we will do with that experience. So if we choose to experience pain, then we either get to, choose to perpetuate the pain or choose to heal that pain but it is all determined upon us and without the concept of god and understanding that god exists prior to any written form or institution doctrine or dogma denominational divisions of any religion reform judaism orthodox don't believe reform or i mean it's whatever religion there's always going to be fractals of ideologies and god exists prior to them all and will exist after they all dissolve and disappear which we are watching right now and it is not anyone's job to preach or teach with the intention of making someone believe another thing. I can't make you believe anything. You can't make another person believe anything. Now I have been in the past in positions of mental, let's see, verbal posturing where I can get someone. I know I can lead someone down a path But at the end of the day, even if they said the prayer that I led them in or did whatever action I was hoping would lead to their salvation, at the end of the day, what does it really matter? Because even if they utter those words, their life still is of their own volition, their own choosing. So we can't make anyone believe anything. All we can do is hold space for others to see themselves apart from us. And in that space, they can review and reveal from themselves to themselves what it is they're here to experience. And why I bring this up is many, many of us were born into families where there was trauma, massive, massive trauma. And in the view of the religious narrative of God, that seems like a mistake, seems unfair, it seems unnatural, it seems cruel and, and um, evil. And I would say, if God is that from the religious narrative, then yes, that is an evil God. But that's not God. And that's not us, actually. Because I believe which has been verified in my experience. I believe that our souls chose and got to see everything we would experience. Everything. God is, love is inseparable from the law of free will and God is love. So God is inseparable from the law of free will. So God will never cross your will. He does not want a robot programmed, which Satan does, in the matrix wants to program you. God doesn't want programming. God wants free will to choose and to experience and explore and create and be and, and change and be that hero. So he shows everything that we will experience. And that means for souls to enter stillbirth, to enter child slavery. I mean, the worst of the worst on this planet, just think how amazing those souls are. It's not to detract from God. It's actually to honor the souls that go through these experiences. And they are to be honored. And they are to be rescued and healed and, and stood with as they go through their human experience and their container. But the soul is incredibly powerful. And we are all of the same soul. We're all of the breath of God. God breathed into man, and man became a living soul. But we're all in our unique containers, having our own unique experiences.
1: So as we are going through this time,
0: a lot of people are left with questions externally to themselves on what to believe. And remember, I said you can't make anyone believe another. I was trying to red pill everyone in 2020. And. Some I did, some I didn't, but at the end of the day, ultimately it was the sole contracts of those who would wake up to the truth and those who would want to still stay in the illusion for whatever reason. And when I was in ego, I would judge, I would make things right or wrong. And as I've done even more work, even in the past two years, I've realized there is nothing right or wrong. This is just experience. And they have chosen to experience what it feels like to be asleep in the illusion. For whatever reason, maybe to come out of it and maybe to make a greater impact than any of us ever could. Maybe it is just to know what it feels like to be asleep. I don't know, nor can I judge. Neither can we, you or I, cannot judge another. All we can do is honor ourself, which honors God. And the reason why religion has started with the concept of God and minimized the concept of self is because it puts God externally to us and our self to be so minimal, to be minimized, to be this accident, this parasitical, disruptive presence on this planet, the self, humans, sheep, cattle to be discarded, to be cold, to be wiped out. But true self-knowledge, true self-knowledge, not false self-knowledge, which there is false self-knowledge. What would false self-knowledge be? False self-knowledge would be reading the book, The Secret, understanding some universal principles and thinking that you know yourself, but you're still outwardly focused so you don't really know yourself well, why you do what you do why you think how you think why you where the imprints come from where the actions come from where the behaviors patterns come from who you truly are at your very naked core self this my dear brother and sister is the beginning of understanding self knowledge self knowledge of who am i why do i think the way i think what actions do i dislike of myself that I'm continually doing? Where do those stem from? Where does that tie from? No baby is born with these imprints. So what point, at what point was the imprint given to us, put upon us for us to then later act out, to recreate, to try to figure out is that good, healthy, and virtuous, or is that uh, lacking virtue and bringing destructive energies lower vibrations in our our field that's it it's not to be shamed there is no shame in god this is something so important needs to be heard right now there is no shame in god if anyone shames you if any institution shames you at any time anywhere it is not of god god
1: does not shame you there is no shame in God. Let that sit. Let that land. Understand
0: that where, whatever image arises in contrast to what I just said is not of God. Religion, certainly. Romanism, certainly. Um, slave system, certainly. The matrix, certainly. None of those have anything to do with God.
1: God is love. The question is, what is love? Love is
0: giving without condition to everything and everyone in the universal existence that we find ourselves in. The tree or the plant is constantly receiving as it constantly releases. What is it releasing? It's releasing carbon dioxide and it receives oxygen. It releases the parts that aren't feeding and fueling the very core of its existence. It receives the sunlight. Humans, though, although part of the same natural order of this universe, when we are traumatized, when we are shamed, when we are hurt, we, and it's all done intentionally from a very dark presence, but we step out of the natural order of love. Why? Because when we are hurt and we do not trust another, and we do not trust other people, and we do not even trust that life is good, that life becomes hard, and you have to grind it out, and you have to get after it. It's another day, and you have to keep going and going and going. You have to, well, then what that is a representation or a manifestation of is our closed off vulnerable ability. Receive when we get hurt, we close off our feminine energy to receive. We can't create, we can't, because of female energy, the feminine energy creates, it's the mother earth, it's the giving, life-giving. My wife, we just we're having we just had our fourth child, and to see my baby, her hair growing from what my wife is able to provide, it's just it's it's unbelievably. Beautiful. The feminine energy is to receive, just to receive, to receive. There is no judging. There's no scare. There's no scarcity. It's just to receive and to be in beauty. But when we're hurt and we don't trust that when we're just vulnerable and open with arms wide open, when we're closed off, we stop receiving. And when we stop receiving, we also stop releasing. When we're not in that natural flow of nature to release and receive, release fear, release trauma, release pain, release false teachings, release doctrines and dogmas of denominational divisions. When we are unable to release, it allows no space for us to receive
1: receive the beauty and goodness and presence of the very now moment, which is infinitely and
0: unconditionally and eternally filled with all the love we could ever even process. It's never stopped being there. It will never stop being here and will always be there. It is up to us though, to go back and look inside ourselves and our memories and our patterns and our traumas and our teachings to understand What in us is hindering us from walking in the infinite and unconditional love of God? That's why self-knowledge is so important to our knowledge of God. Jesus said, God is not a man. So whatever view you have of God as the man, how the media, how many times have you seen movies, the big man, the big man, the big man, the big man, the big man. Well, that's not talking. I don't know what that's talking about or who that's talking about, but it's not talking about God. The big man upstairs, the big man upstairs, stairs suck, I don't know how many stairs there are to climb that, but that sounds terrible. No, Jesus says God is not a man. God is a spirit, and those that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. Well, when we are in spirit, we are in our own spirit. We are going within and asking ourselves, am I in truth right now? Is there truth? Why? And how do we know, I've said this many times on this podcast, how do you know if something's true or not? You know it's true if you can breathe more deeply. God did not leave us here to just be like, oh, well, hope you find the truth. <laughs> no, your body keeps the score. Your body tells you whether something's true. Just as you get a feeling like, ah, something's not right here. Mm, this person that joined, hopped on the elevator with me, something's not right. That's your body telling you. Well, your body constricts and doesn't breathe deeply when you're not walking in truth. But when you're walking in truth,
1: you can take that breath
0: and you can be present in this now moment. So when we are in spirit, when we are, going in with self-knowledge and self-reflection and looking at ourselves and the patterns and, and everything that we are, everything that we do, everything that we say, everything that we be in this world, when we can look at it and say, am I in alignment to truth? Am I alignment to goodness? Am I alignment to beauty? That's where we find God. That's where you will understand that God is not a form of this matrix world. God. Even the utterance of that word, God, opens our mouth, creates a vibrational state of openness and vastness. And when you meet God, you will meet the fullness of God. God in the masculine, God in the feminine, and God in the offspring. the Holy Trinity is saying without releasing and receiving, there can be no giving. The son is the giving. The receiving is the feminine, the, the father, the giving is the masculine energy. This is a teaching that has been used, idolized, warped, mediaized, hollywood by cartoonized whatever word we can say to verbal to make verbs of what has happened when you close your eyes and I give these words to you and you have an image in your mind of something that is not true prior to any creation but existed prior to creation then we can know that it's not the truth I don't know how many times to keep having to make pictures of Jesus no one knows what Jesus would look like the Jews didn't even take uh, paint portraits of people because they thought it was an idol back then so, no one knows what Jesus looks like, but there's all these pictures that keep showing up over and over and over and over and over again of Jesus in a Hollywood version to create an image and illusion of who and what he is when it is not the case. My point being is not to talk about Jesus, it's not to talk about any particular. My point is to say that all the forms that we close our eyes and we have these images of are from the system that deceives us from our own self-knowledge to walk in spirit and to walk in truth, to be the soul's
1: expression in this very
0: now moment. So self-knowledge, even David wrote in Psalm 119, I thought on my ways, self-knowledge, reflection of self, and I turned my feet into thy testimonies. Hmm. I've had a quote since I attempted suicide at the age of 20. I have a quote saying, inward reflection leads to outward correction. I thought on my ways and I turned my feet into the testimonies. I reflected on who I am, what I am, where I am, why I do all the things I do, the imprints. And I look at the patterns and I release all the pain from those specific moments and I receive love. And it's not about being perfect and it's not about right or wrong. There is no such thing as right or wrong in God. There's only experiences and expressions. There is no shame with God. There is only the infinite and unconditional love of God. And sin, uh, this is coming up for me to talk about it. So sin means to miss the mark. And when we sin, that just simply means we're not walking in the infinite and unconditional love of God. And what a sad way to come to the end of this soul expression in these human containers to miss the love of God. And that is sin, to miss it, to to exist, but never to really live. And love produces life because love gives. Ahava means to give. God is love. God is giving the unconditional love of God leads to the ever present law of free will, which means it always gives exactly what we choose, which is why whatever we choose, we receive, whether we choose fear, we receive fear. If we choose love, we receive love. If you choose ego, you receive ego. If you choose um, a low view of yourself, guess what you receive? a low view um, relationships with others of yourself. Everything is a mirror to our own self-knowledge. Every single thing, our relationships with our spouses, our children, our coworkers, our friends, everything is a mirror. Because at the end of the day, we're not here to make anyone else do, say, think, believe, or act any way. We are here on this planet to really understand ourselves in contrast to that other experience that someone else is having and then dialogue and share our experiences, laugh and be like, wow, what different perspectives we have, what different experiences we have, but what incredible human existence this is. God, you are so good. You are so loving had I not gone through the most traumatic events of my life, I would not be who I am today. I thank you for those people to play the perfect role that they played. Would I want to do it again? Not really. I don't. I can't say that, but I don't have to do it again because I've already gone through it and I'm here. And I'm here to share my story with every single person so that you don't feel alone in your story. You're not alone. Shame lies fear, um, religion, all the institutional ridiculousness of the matrix system makes you feel alone. Isolate, 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 and then destroy. But God is not in isolation, nor is he in destruction. God is in
1: life. And I've been
0: thinking, I'm just going to go here real quick because I've been, I question everything. I mean, even the fact that why is there, why does there have to be two sides? Why is there, I mean, always two sides, liberal, conservative, left, right, black, white, you know, whatever on, off, like this duality that we find ourselves, like, why is that the case? Why are we here? What is the point of learning this existence or being in this existence? If it is just at the end of the day to see this storyline get played out of a one world government, a digital currency and a chipping and a, and a a submissiveness to these narcissistic sociopaths and to believe the media and to believe these doctors and to believe that, that, I mean, if this is all that is, this cannot
1: be, this cannot be.
0: We, we have gone from humanity believing Jesus says, you shall tell this mountain to move greater things than I have done. You will do. He told people to rise up from the dead. To, he walked on water. You tell, and there's many stories of many people doing incredible miracles. You're telling me that we have to take four companies, pharmaceutical, experimental DNA or mRNA drugs that they make billions of dollars off and take from us everything and give us nothing in return. That's what we're here to do on this planet to mask our face, to lower our vibrational state. This kid, this is not,
1: this cannot be, or, or is it? And even though there's
0: one most high God, the creator, there's many demigods 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 smaller gods lowercase g's running rampant throughout the world professing themselves to be god and these institutions worship them as god even calling them the most high even calling them
1: the uppercase g god
0: which has brought so much confusion and trauma and warped the minds of humanity leaving us lacking i mean this is not a knock to anyone that like sonic drive-ins i I, i've never eaten sonic food but i see them everywhere and i think that can't be healthy like is this it is this the end we've evolved to this place where mcdonald's and sonic drive-ins and pain trauma and poor music and this just seems ridiculous like this is it this is it The Klaus Schwab's of the world telling us that we'll own nothing and we'll be happy. That's it. Well, they are the, the amount of money I've been around billionaires. I got flown to Asia uh, and I've shared a little bit of the experience. The amount of money is incomprehensible to what the you, the average person lives and makes and works. It's incomprehensible. The, the dividends and interests alone that these people make are more than some of our annual salaries, even if you're making really good six-figure jobs. A million dollars a year salary, who cares? It's, it's it's a dividend. It's an interest. So this can't be it. Are you telling me that the trillionaires, the, the 13 families, and the bloodlines and all this, this is
1: it? This was the end? This is what
0: we evolved to? We went from Tesla and free energy to all of a sudden Texaco gas and and rising gas prices and wars and rumors
1: of wars. Or, and this is just me thinking out loud right now, we chose
0: into these bodies, into this time to experience all that we've experienced and experience all that we will experience to realize the allure
1: of the external world
0: fades, dissolves in comparison to the inner world, the inner knowing and the majesty of the most high God. And that as we go in, we release more of this world and we receive more of the balanced heart, heaven, heart even, the balanced heart, heaven. And we release more of this world and receive more heaven. And then when Jesus says, when you pray, pray our father who art in heaven, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. So we pray heaven here, but it is not to take away, eliminate, change, shame, or make another believe anything. It is for us all to have our own individual awakenings to the love, truth, beauty, goodness, abundance that is available for each and every one of us when we stop looking externally and we start going inward. We stop believing these liars and we
1: start believing the truth tellers.
0: As we do this, dear brother and sister, we will awaken something so beautiful, so majestic, so wonderful inside ourselves that it will be contagious to another, that they will desire to have the same for themselves. And all you get to say to them is there's nothing to believe in. There's no doctrine. There's no Romans roadmap. There's no A, B, and C points to say, uh-huh, too, and shake your head. And all of a sudden, some magic will appear. No, you can simply say, you know what I did? I went inward. And you get to go inward as well. And as we go in, the beautiful thing about it, the dichotomy is we experience all the beauty of without. So that's the message today. That's the podcast today. I hope you are blessed by this as you go in and enter yourself for more self-knowledge to find God. I'm Lucas Mack. This is the Golden Rule Revolution. And I'll talk to you on the next episode. Thank you, brothers and sisters, for listening. For support in your journey, go to my website, lucasmack.com.